Hey, TJ, did you know that according to Live 365, you can expect to pay anywhere from $200 to $500 to produce a good quality podcast? Pro podcast, those can dish out as much as $5,000. This is the Pod On Podcast. We're your host, TJ Bonavatura, that's me, and Julian Lewis, that's me. As founders of a podcast media company, we had to start a podcast. So join us each episode as we and our guests drop knowledge on podcasting for you, the curious and scrappy podcaster. All right, TJ, someone is looking to start a podcast, but you know, we're in the midst of a pandemic and they don't necessarily want to invest in a full production like we offer. Like how can they cut costs? As a solo podcaster, just don't start it. <laughs> just kidding. I'm going, not an just option. Kidding. That's not that's not good for business. That's not good for anyone. If you want to start a podcast, you should definitely do your research first and foremost. Understand what what you need to do to to get it started, because honestly, costs will add up. And to be quite frank, so will the time and energy needed to to start it off, especially if you're doing it by yourself. I want to tell a quick story about one of our clients who has been recording with us for about a year. She has really awesome content and she was coming into the studio and she was booking it for about an hour or two with a sound engineer. And again, the content was awesome, but she just wasn't getting the numbers that she had hoped. And so she wasn't getting the return on investment that she was putting forward. And her episodes cost around $500 per episode, which is pretty on par with what it takes if you're going to use a production company. If, I'll be honest, it's probably lower than the average if you're going to use a production company. So she came to me and said, what can I do to cut costs? You know, I'm funding this myself. I'm not seeing any money quite yet. What can I do? Well, the first thing that we, we did and we offered her was the opportunity to just record from home. Take a small investment to buy high quality equipment that you can record at home. That includes a, a quality mic, USB mic. Drew and I have Sure MV7 mics right now. Use and sign up for a tool like Squadcast. She wanted to record video as it's very popular today to do video podcasts. So she decided to use Riverside. So she's going to sign up for Riverside. And then from there, we're going to do all the post-production and editing that's needed. So all the editing, all the publishing, the hosting, the show notes. So she was able to essentially cut her podcast efforts in half by just recording at home, getting equipment and entrusting us as StudioPod to be able to handle the handoff once she does the recording. Yeah. And I think the other key element to saving cost is putting a value on your time and the time that it might take you to do some of these things. And in a previous episode, we talked about you know using a DAW versus using something like Descript. That's digital audio workstation for those out there. <laughs> it is. Or da, da, da. Isn't that a song? Anyway, but looking to maybe invest a little bit of money into tools like a Descript, where you have the ability to save some time in terms of how you're communicating your, your edits. And that'll allow for you to limit the back and forth between your editors, which again, is a cost savings. Because if you have rounds of edits that exceed whatever the agreement is that you have, there could be additional costs there as well. Yeah, I think you touched on something that I that I found that was tough for us, right? Let's be quite honest and tough for me. You know, we're creating podcasts. Podcasts are a baby. When you create something, you put in so much effort, you want to just create the best possible product that you can. And for some, it's hard to just give that to somebody else and trust them to remove content that you think is necessary. 
But what I'm going to say here is trust your editors, limit the back and forth. Not only is that going to be more expensive for you with the editing team that you decide to work with, because a lot of them put caps on the corrections and versions that they can give you, but also you're going to get so much more time. You know, maybe upfront, you want to have a little bit more say in the show and how it comes out and that particular episode and what the look and feel or what the sound and feel is going to be. But once you develop a good relationship with your editors, begin to trust them. And so now you know that maybe even after one version or two versions that you can put out something that you're really proud of. And that will give you time to do other things like creating promotional material. Yeah. And, and TJ, you mentioned the mics that we're using that are great quality, you know, the Shure MV7s. And these are $250 mics, right? So that's not necessarily a cost savings depending on what your budget is. But there are plenty of other mics like the Samsung Q2U, which is what, $70 mm-hmm. that you can use. That's a dy- dynamic microphone that's going to be great for most environments that you're likely recording in. So there are different tiers of the mics that you can have and just whatever it fits into your budget explore and do the research as TJ mentioned at the jump. And I'm going to say something here that may be blasphemy and something that's actually shocked me and it shocked myself. (laughs) Did you say shocked me and shocked yourself? (laughs) It shocked myself and me. Same person. (laughs) I've actually listened to a lot of podcasts where people haven't invested in, in high quality mics and a conditioned room. And I have been absolutely At first, it used to appall me. It was just appalling to hear that. But you know what? If you create good content and you focus on good content, I think we know that like you can actually not have the highest level of equipment and still have listeners listen to your show. Now, that's never anything that we recommend. But if you are really, really tight on a budget and you just really have a great idea and you want to create a podcast, go back and listen to some of these old podcasting shows or go back to listen to these old shows that have been been in podcasting for a long time, you'll notice and you'll see the incremental improvement of the quality. Yeah, I think that's a great point. You can start somewhere and work your way up to where you need to get to as you fall in love with podcasting, but then also as you potentially start to monetize and then you can reinvest back into the podcast. If you're an organization who is used to having, you know, high tech AV equipment in your office and everybody's remote. There's a great way to cut costs is to get them USB mics or, you know, have a USB mic that's being passed around. Now with COVID times, you might not want to do that just for safety concerns, but you can ask people or you can have people have the ability to expense a USB mic that they can use and then send back to the company or whatever you might be. I don't know if that makes sense, but you can, if you want to try it. Yeah, I think a good example is that we have a client right now who's doing internal podcasting. And instead of having to ship a ton of mics back and forth or buying everybody who's participating in the show a separate mic, they bought a bucket. They bought 10 mics and they keep it at their headquarters and they ship it out back and forth for each episode, right? And they prepare for the next episode by taking the other bucket of of mics. So let's say they use five for one, they have the other five, they send it to us, we send it to some other folks around the world. It's this rotating mic carousel, if you will, but it's really easy because they made a small investment. Each mic's about 70 bucks. And from there, you know, the quality is going to be good. You don't have to worry about people tuning out because, you know, the quality would be bad otherwise. But yeah, I mean, make a small investment. It will save costs in the long run because you don't have to ship mics back and forth or buy everybody in the company a mic. Yep, exactly. And if there are concerns around, you know, when you're talking, you're spitting into the mic. And if there are concerns around, you know, passing around mics during COVID times because people are spitting into their mics, you can send 
each individual their own foam cover for their microphones. So there's no concern there or worry. And in all honesty, you can actually get branded ones as well. Yeah. And some other things that you can do to continuing down our, our laundry list of saving time and money is template your show notes. Take the time up front. Again, this is a common theme that you're hearing here on the show. Take the time to really, and we're going to have a separate episode about how to create your show notes. So make sure you check in on that. Template what you want it to be. What's the important part that you want to share on those show notes and just make it the same every once in a while. If you don't want to hire somebody else to do that and you think you're a quality writer or you are a really good quality writer, then you know take the time to do that yourself. That's something that you can do that coincides with your editors who are editing or you know it's a good service for you to offload on somebody else. Yeah, most definitely. And and in the theme of templating things, you know, template the content that you're going to be using to amplify your your show. So whether it's, you know, a social media post, like create a template via a tool like Canva. You know, they have a free tier where you can create templates of things that you want to post in terms of amplifying your content. So leverage tools like that to be able to do so. The one other thing that I want to say in terms of of cutting costs, if you can't afford to work with professional producers like ourselves, we offer office hours. You know, TJ's mentioned it in previous episodes. You can come and you can tune into our office hours and just ask us questions. And we're not the only ones in the industry that are doing that. You know, Mark from Rebel Base Media, he does it. I know that the guys at Squadcast, they have a Facebook group. So there's definitely communities of people that you can tap into to ask some of the questions that maybe you might be confused about when you're doing a search on Google. Yeah, exactly. So whether you're getting started or whether you are halfway in, you're realizing, you know what, I'm, you know, that that word that we never want to talk about, pod fade, if you're worried about you can't continue and you need to cut costs, come talk to us. You know, we, we love to hear your stories. We love to hear your concerns. We'd love to hear how we can help. We started this to empower through audio and we, we don't ever want to see someone, you know, stop their show because they can't afford it uh, or they don't have the time. We have tools, we have resources, we have recommendations that can help you. One thing I do want to touch on real quick is the ability to publish and host too. Like publishing, hosting show notes are things that you can easily offload to somebody. You could use a virtual assistant, you can hire an intern, you can find a college kid. These are all things that you can do for quite cheap to allow someone to do that for you. And you can bucket into a weekly project for somebody. So that way you can maybe do the editing yourself, or maybe you can focus on the promotional or maybe you want to do the editing and the script, whatever it may be, don't think there isn't an answer because there is. No matter what your budget is, no matter what your time is, there is a way for you to get your show on without a hitch. Dare I say, pull out your phone, use the voice recorder and record that way? If that's what you got to do, that's what you got to do. Anchor.fm was bought by Spotify and one of their major features was being able to record directly into the phone because that's where they thought it was going. That's not the case so much, but if that's what you want to do, the iPhone actually creates decent audio for you to use. I mean, you're not going to be able to control the levels as much, but it's not bad. You know, it, it isn't terrible. At least you're creating content and you're creating something that you care about. The more you invest your time, the more you're going to care about the show, the more you're going to want to just like invest more time, I guess. Yeah. And I, and I think you'll, again, you'll just to reiterate, like it is okay to start with your phone, but work your way up as you fall in love with it, and you start to realize that one little tweak could just make it that much stronger. There's an old sales adage, Julian. You and I come from the tech sales industry before, our lives before. It's called boiling the ocean. You don't need to boil the ocean. You know, just don't. It, it can be overwhelming. I recommend creating a list, you know, give your budget, find out how much you can spend per episode, and then fit 
all the tools and tricks that you need to create your show to fit within that budget. And if you're lost and you do your research, you need help, come to Julian. Come to I. Yep. <laughs> you're so funny. Come to Julian. <laughs> come to me. Yeah, there you go. And the one other thing that I will say, and this is the this was the turning point for me in terms of finding, I mean, I found TJ via mutual friends, but starting to engage with TJ and StudioPod and then now, you know, transforming into a, a co-founder of the business was I said that, man, this is fun. I'm enjoying it. Now I want to invest in myself. I want to invest in this passion project that I have and let me start to do that. And so finding, making sure you're starting with the topic that makes sense for you, but then, you know, starting to learn more and more about the industry and enjoying what you're doing. And I think you'll realize that, you know, a little bit of money is worth the investment in yourself. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, take an education session. We offer starter packs that a lot of our early clients like to use, and it's a bit of an upfront cost, but they learn what it takes to create a show, what the costs are to create a show. And from there, you can realize what you want to take on or what you want to offload to StudioPod or whoever. This isn't a commercial for StudioPod. We're here to help. So please reach out to us if you ever have a question. Go to our website, studiopodsf.com, if you want to fill out a form and learn more about who we are and our background and people we work with and the shows we work with. Any parting words, Julian? Hot on. <laughs> no parting words for me. I think you, you nailed it. Be in contact with us. We are, again, in the business of empowering through audio. And what that means is we want to get more people sharing their voices, sharing their messages, sharing their stories. And so whatever we can do to get you started, even if it's not you know a monetary relationship, we're happy to drop you some notes to help you get started. Thanks, everybody. Pot on. Pot on. Every episode of the Pod On podcast is produced and edited by Studio Pod Media. For more information about our work and our clients, go to studiopodsf.com. Shout out to Gary Oakland for the fire track. Gary O!